Hello, Owl Nation. My name is Madison Cruz, and on this Owl Network exclusive, I had the pleasure of interviewing Coach Benji Walton, who is the head coach for the KSU women's soccer team. I wanted to talk to Coach Benji about the season as a whole and about the accomplishments and the trials and tribulations that the Owls faced in the 2023 season. Going back to the A-Sun Championship, the Owls faced off against Austin P, and the game went to penalty kicks. What were your overall thoughts on that game? Uh, you know... I felt like we, it was a missed opportunity. If I'm if I'm being real transparent about it, I think we played pretty well. Obviously, we had plenty of chances. Um, you know, we took a lead and then we gave it right back very quickly. You know, we just kind of was a missed opportunity overall. I, I thought, um, you know, kind of a, a a summation of how maybe the year went, where we just did not capitalize on opportunities and we left teams hang around and. You know, we left it into, you know, the hands of penalty kicks, which is as good as having a coin toss, to be quite honest with you. So it uh, certainly disappointed, left uh, a bad taste in my mouth and I know our players' mouth. But, um, you know, one of those things that we'll hopefully use as uh, motivation going forward. Yeah, and I mean, you guys finished the season with a record of 4-8-7 and seven overall and then 3-5-3 three, and three in conference play. How do you think mm-hmm. the team handled all of the challenges and all of the uphill battles and as well as all of the accomplishments that you guys had this season? Well, I think we, I, I've told several people this, I think we played a very good style of soccer. I thought we were competitive in virtually maybe every game minus maybe one all year. I thought our team showed up. Um, with that being said, we just didn't score. I mean, that's, there's all you, all you can put there. I mean, we had, I think, seven or eight shutouts on the year, which is, pretty good you should win seven or eight of those um and we didn't you have, to have seven ties and four wins i mean if those ties are, are wins you're an 11 and 18 and that's a really good year um but we did not go and and execute and kind of put games away and you know i think the players did they kept coming back preparing very well i'm proud of how their preparation was um I think as a group, we just kind of maybe mature a little bit in the final third and, and and be able to kind of compose ourselves better. I mean, that's just all there is to it. it if it was a more of a, like we never got chances, that'd be a different story. But we had plenty. We had plenty of chances. And, you know, for whatever reason, we just couldn't quite get the get the ball in that net. So and that that that, you know, dictates your season right there. Of course. And. I mean, looking back, a lot of stellar performances we did see this season. One in particular, Isla Swinton scoring her second goal of the season this year, as well as her first career A-Sun player of the week as well. Kind of talk to me a bit about her performance and how well she's kind of grown into this more of a leader role on the team. Yeah, Isla's always been a leader by example. I think even as a freshman where maybe that isn't a role that she would have embraced or wanted to embrace as a freshman you know she still showed up and worked her tail off um every day and has a kind of a hunger and a passion for the game that was real contagious and you know i don't think there's a player on the team that can look at isla and say you're you're not trying very hard <laughs> i think you know she has credibility and that's something you can't fake um and to see her she took on a role that she never played before i mean first we put her higher as a winger and she did very well um, I think that was the first time we did that was against Austin P in the regular season. And then we started playing her more as a back to goal forward. And, and I mean, I remember she came off the field her first half playing that I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I was like, I know, but you're doing fine. We're, you're doing the things we, we are asking of you to do. And, 
and she embraced it where I'm sure there was moments of, you know, where she was uncomfortable, but she wanted to put the team on her back and accepted that. And, you know, I, it just kind of shows the character and the type of person she is. And, um, you know, and she's a very good soccer player on top of that. So proud for her, you know, and uh, hopefully we can kind of establish her role a little more, you know, solidly next year and, and where she can get more comfortable into a, a one spot. But, you know, she she stepped up in a in a way that really helped our team kind of make the tournament and kind of um, give ourselves an opportunity to make a run. And uh, so she's a big part of that. And in terms of player development, as the season went on, in your opinion, who do you think has made a significant progress over the season? Um, well, there's you know, you almost could go down the list a little bit um, in a lot of ways. I think our back line. I thought they did a great job this year, honestly. Um, you know, I think, yeah, there's there's always gonna be moments you want back from from everybody. But I think we I think we grew up as a back line from twenty-two to twenty-three in a lot of ways. Um and so you can go to every position back there from Jay Barquette coming in and making an impact as a you know, a transfer, um, being a, not afraid to be a vocal leader. Uh Naomi Malika really grew up in a lot of ways as a leader. Um and just showed confidence on the ball as the year went on. Um, you know, Cami uh, Simmons really kind of took on a, a major role in that back line um, and played with so much consistency for us. And then you got some youngins around them. I mean, Paris and um, Simone Thomas, I thought her best game was our conference tournament game. She stood out and it made me excited for next year. I wish we could have, you know, prolonged her year this year. But um, those guys obviously stood up. Charlie Bernal getting – having to step up into a big starting role when the season was on the line um, from an injured Alana Bly. And, you know, it's huge. Um, so great experience for her. Um, kept us in games, made some big plays, you know, so, you know, you can kind of go across the board with a lot of players. Um, but those I think were, were ones I definitely saw stand out and, and grow for us. And, um, you know, Teresa woke another one who kind of took over, you know, a major, major minute player for us where she'd been kind of a, a half game player for us in years past. So, you know, there's certainly some big moments from a lot of players um, in development and, and behind the scenes too. There's some players who maybe didn't see the minutes, but in training we saw a lot of growth and I think we'll have even more impact uh, in 24. Awesome. And I mean, just a little bit more on that lighter note, because I have, I asked a lot of the players this season a lot of these same questions too. What mm -hmm. were some of your favorite memorable moments from this season, whether it be on the field, off the field, in practice? Oh shoot, um, I, I think it's just really the the moments where we're we're able to kind of, and this is kind of a vague answer, so forgive me, but you enjoy my I enjoy my job the most when then you know the players can let down their guard of fighting for playing time or fighting for the role or whatever and can just play the game that they love. And when they're in that moment, then I'm in the in the same moment. I'm I'm in the position of loving the game that I've played since I was four years old and now coaching it at 44 years old. And um those are the moments that are so special. It's you know, there's always memorable moments where it's a player falling down for no reason in practice, you know, Macanuska. I'll just say that real quick. Or, you know, uh Charlie is always a character and a clown has some comment that gets the team cracking up or, it's, you know, playing rondos in practice, you know, Chris Cahill, our associate, you know, really played them a knockout game and everyone is just really into it and, and getting after it. It's just little things like that, that kind of take over. And it's, those are the moments you will remember fondly, um, you know, and, and so unfortunately as coaches and 
at the D division one level two, we're judged by results and our teams are judged by results. And sometimes that's fair. And sometimes maybe it's not, but it, uh, it's the journey has always been the more special thing to me. And the journey is the day in, day out, the preseason, the, the fun moments together, um, whatever those may be, um, that, that stand out and will be remembered and will teach us the most lessons throughout the year. So that's the stuff that's special. That's the stuff that you don't see on ESPN. That's the stuff that, you know, I mean, I think obviously a big moment this year with I in Florida, um, you know, just seeing our team respond to an SEC opponent and do really well and even being down in that game. So there, there's just some big moments throughout the year that were good. And, um, but we have a great group of people on this team and I value who they are. And, you know, it's tough sometimes being a coach, having to make the tough decisions when you value your players the way you do, but it's, um, you know, so that's the part that you enjoy about doing this. Last couple of questions for you, coach. Um, mm -hmm. What were some of the main takeaways and lessons that you've learned from coaching this team during the season? Um, I, I think the, the biggest thing that we took away is obviously, you know, you can't take any day for granted. I mean, every game is important. You know, if you game one, it's easy to, you know, come up short and go, oh, we got plenty of games left. Well, you see how it ended, you know, it's like, man, let's let's make sure we, we make everything count and not take anything for granted. Um, I think one thing that um, I'm proud of with this group is the fact that I thought they competed and battled. I didn't think they threw anything away. I didn't think anybody went through the motions. I think it was everyone genuinely wanted to go out there and represent the black and gold and, and make them proud. And, you know, and again, it just some, sometimes it just does not go your way. Um, but I don't think we threw anything away either. So. Um, those are the takeaways and things that I think we can build on. And obviously, you know, we're going to continue to push and challenge ourselves and how can we be better and, and what can we take from this and who can we continue to grow and develop and, you know, kind of see what the next uh, year unfolds to a 24 campaign. Yeah. And I mean, kind of picking back off of that, I mean, what can we expect to see from this team going into the 2024 season? I know it's a long way away, <laughs> but, um, what can we expect uh, to see from this team moving forward? And what can we expect as Owls fans? Well, that's a tough question this far out. There's going to be a lot of um, ebbs and flows between now and August of next year. Um, but I do think you'll see a team that's going to be hungry and committed and um, passionate about going out there and and kind of establishing themselves in a new conference in the right way. Um, you know, and those are – that's going to come with a huge commitment to things that are not necessarily fun to do. Um, so our team is going to have to take this off season and kind of take a breath, take a step back and be accountable. We all got to be looking in the mirror and go, all right, we played good soccer, but we didn't win as much as we should have. And so we've got to be real on why we weren't doing that. And I think this group will do that. I think right now we're all kind of still, to be honest with you, had enough for me, not enough time has gone by. I, I, I don't even want to look at 24 right now. Um, cause I feel like we missed out on 23, but, um, but I do know this group is hungry for it. They want to, to put this team in contention for a conference championship and play in the national tournament. I know that's something that's important to every single one of these players. Um, so I know they're gonna be hungry. I know they're going to work for it. And I'm like, you know, as we kind of, as we are turning the page, it, it'll be fun to see how they grow and how they respond and, but it'll be it'll be a challenge. So it'll it'll be one that hopefully we're up to.
The Owls ended the 2023 season with an overall record of 4-8-7 and and a conference record of 3-5-3. The Owls faced off against Austin P in the ASUN Championships, where they tied 1-1 going into PKs, but Austin P was able to advance to the next round. Thank you so much for tuning in, and go Owls!